This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homie. I'm your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. The Brilliance Plus Passion Project is where we highlight people who make the world a better place by being part of it and by their contributions to it. And today we have one of those folks, somebody I recently encountered, who I'm very excited to get to know better myself. Her name is Deb Komen. She is the host of the Social Trust Twitter chat. So as a content conversion strategist, she helps service-based entrepreneurs and business owners create, share, and engage with trust-building content to get more sales, referrals, and collaborations. She's also a frequent podcast guest and speaker. She was featured by BuzzSumo in their top 100 content marketers to follow right now. And now Marketing Group's top 113, that's an exact precise number, folks, digital marketing experts to follow. And you can find her, obviously, at her website, which we will share in a little bit. Deb Komen, so great to have you here. This is going to be a barrel of fun. <laughs> I can't wait to. Thanks so much, Adam. All right. So in your own words, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the world at large? I ease people's minds about how to market their business and empower yep. them with proven strategies to do that. All right. In your own words, what is it that you actually do? Like, what is the product? What is the service? I read off the official version, but how do you describe it? I help people infuse their content and their engagement strategies with trust-building practices. So with the focus okay. on building trust with their audiences is what actually leads to them getting more clients, more sales, more collaboration opportunities, everything that they desire. Yeah, but if I'm, I'm on social media, can't I just uh, go into the DMs with a long sales pitch and say, <laughs> want to hop on the Zoom real quick? Sure, you can try that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? Trust eroders. The, the use of DMs not done properly or in a trust building way yeah. does the exact opposite of what people want to achieve. Yeah. You know, what I think would work really great is uh, I know we connected on both Facebook and LinkedIn. If I had slid into your DMs and said, Hey, you. 
just hate you, right? That's a lovely. That idea. actually get that actually gets done, and uh, and then there and then there's so Deb. I see you're a coach. How are you doing it? Crushing your goals in 2023. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you're not looking for you're not looking to turn my answer to that into the launch pad for a sales pitch. Oh no, <laughs> you're just being nice. I know it's really a minefield in the DMs <laughs> and there are some people who are doing it well. And again, it's because they're based on building a relationship, not trying to get a sale right out of the gate. Right. I'm, I'm, to I'm totally, totally with you here. So um, with that, uh, I guess my next question is what are a few of the frequently asked questions you get? from folks who are considering investing in your services? The number one for most business owners is going to be, how do I get more clients and more sales, more revenue right. that can be consistent? It's always the number one thing. Right, 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 right. So what are a few of the questions you wish people would ask? I wish they would ask, and we usually do get around to this, is, what should they stop doing and spending so much time on that's not getting them the results that they want? I, I also wish uh -huh. that they would ask, what should I be learning myself before I'm passing it along for a team member to do? Yeah. Uh, and then another real biggie is, and again, we get around to this because it's often at the, the heart of what's not working is what do you think is really getting in the way of my content converting? So I, I wish people would ask that more. Oh, I, I, I wish people would think to ask that more. Uh, in my book, Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. I tell the story of the web developer who was approached by these people that wanted to make her a partner in launching their membership site, which basically meant we don't have two pennies to rub together, so we want you to do it for free. And if we ever make a dime with this, we promise that we'll eventually share a few pennies with you. And uh, she and they said, oh, it's a great program. And so she asked them, well, how many members do you have? And they said, oh, well, we don't have any members yet. We're probably about six months away from launching, possibly longer, unless we can get you to partner with us. And her thought was, well, then how how can you tell me a membership program is great when it has no members? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's and, and I think it's the same with social media. How can you tell me this is great when it's not converting? Now, I think it goes a little bit beyond just looking for what gets the highest number of reactions and comments. I think it's about what's the most impactful over time. What's interesting is that sometimes, and I want to get your thoughts on this before we move on to the rest of our structured interview here, sometimes it's supposed to don't necessarily get the highest level of immediately trackable metrics that tend to be the most impactful. Oh, absolutely. And, and it's because it's about the quality of the engagement and not don't mean engagement in terms of the metrics, just like what you're saying, but the, the relationship building process that's happening typically because it's based on trust, sharing our values, sharing what makes us different, sharing those things that may have almost nothing to do with how we conduct business, but who we are. And those yeah. are often the trust building components that have the biggest impact over time. You know, I, uh, I, I had a target card that I used to buy some balcony furniture and I paid the thing off 
because uh, I saved 20% for taking out the card, but I already had the cash on me. So I just got the card and then paid it off as soon as they sent me the bill. I overpaid by a dollar and got a notification that I had a dollar credit on my Target card. So I posted about that and asked people what I should do with the dollar. And boy, I had a couple wealth entrepreneurs say, you want to be taken seriously by high-ticket clients, and you're talking about what you do with an extra dollar on your Target card? You're Mr. Poverty Mindset. And I'm, I'm amazed that people would hire you to build a squeeze page. Yeah. They missed the point. Exactly. It's the idea of taking people into those childlike states of enthusiasm, as Speaker Paul Ross would say. It's, an, it's the idea of a place where we all can find a way to relate. So what happens when you find a, a dollar bill on the ground? What happens when you have an unexpected credit where you actually have money to spend on a credit card, which is such a rare thing? And think about what would you do with a dollar? It gives you, it takes you to a different place than where you are every day trying to figure out what it is you need to do to make your business survive and thrive and allows you to explore for a moment. Would I get the extra large ice cream cone? Would I, would I get the larger? strip a starburst rather than the shorter one. <laughs> exactly, Adam. And, you know, the way, not just what people answer that with, but how they answer it, much like that naysayer did, yeah. says so much about how they probably work with people, too. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, uh, okay, if I had an extra dollar on my Target card, I would put that with 4,999 other dollars, and I would rent an hour to do a photo shoot on a jet and pretend like it's mine. Is that <laughs> is that wealth mindset enough for you? Exactly. You got it. <laughs> I know. We should have fun on social media. We should be ourselves, enjoy our time there, and make meaningful connections about meaningful conversation, not yeah. simply selling our wares. Heck, as of right now, I have a runner going on about uh, how how Gen X is the true FAFO generation. And I was talking about how I pet a coyote and uh, and almost cut my finger off when a glass broke. And then there's a woman who was sharing uh, about how she accidentally kicked a cougar once. I mean, this is the type of stuff that, that gets us excited. Right, and memorable. You'll remember yeah. those people based on what they shared. Yeah, 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 certainly. So now, when we've already kind of delved into it a little bit, is let's shift gears for the second half. And we're going to go through a few things that will help our listeners get to know Deb as a person better. So first of all, what would the people who know you, people who are <laughs> tuning in right now, what would they be surprised to learn about you? Uh, many don't know that when I was in high school, I used to drive a hot dog truck. Okay. Uh, and it was this big, huge vehicle. And even though I was a relatively new driver, I would drive that thing on the highways and park it, light up all the ovens, sell for the day, and then drive it back to the owner's place. And, um, and it really was something, and I did it all on my own. Like it just was right. one of those things that just was an opportunity that I said, sure, I'll do that. Wow. That's actually, that's actually pretty interesting because you and I don't know each other that well yet. And that's actually part of the reason we're doing this interview. This is how I get to know people, but hot dog truck driver or roach, co roach coach proprietor are two phrases I never associated with you. So you surprised yeah. me a little bit. So what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? I hope they say I made a real difference in their business and in their lives. Um, when 
people have at times, many times said that I get them. And that's such a compliment for me. That's what I hope yeah. that I do in my work. Sure. If you could go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing you've experienced, one thing that's happened, what would it be and why? I am a big supporter, always have been, probably always will be. And when it comes to my business, I wish I had shifted to focus more on my own business goals versus helping support other people's businesses the way I did in many of my roles before I really dug into mine. So I wish I had made that shift a little earlier. Right, 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 right. So what famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And if you had the opportunity to do so, what question would you have for them? I would love to meet Brene Brown. Okay. I'm actually uh, trained in her Dare to Lead Leadership by yep. one of her trainers. And I, but I, I find her fascinating and brilliant. And I would love to ask her how she shifts from all the data and research that she looks at and chooses what to extract from that to put into her teachings and her talks. Because I just find it fascinating the way she makes it so meaningful for her audience. Okay. What motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? You know, Adam, I think about the business owners who are out there struggling with their content and remind myself that I need to show up because I can help them. I can add value. I can make it easier for them. And in fact, it's the very same thing I do with my own clients is help them tap into that desire to be of service to keep showing up when it feels hard at times. It is hard. And there are, there are times when I really just, I mean, and, and to a degree, if I disappear for a couple of days off social media, I really don't care. Right. And I feel like you shouldn't, like, I feel like it's okay. We need to live our lives. We're not online 24 seven and we don't have to pee. When we make an impact, people will remember us and they will appreciate when we do need to take the time to be away from it. So I'm a big believer in, you know, live your life, be human, share that with your audience and remember the people that you can be helping to help you kind of, you know, get that email out or do that post on social media or have a show like what you do so that you're serving your audience. Right, right. Now, I know you have an invitation for our audience. I'm going to share that on your behalf. So this is more of an in general type question. As we wrap up here, we're going to be done in about a minute. What is one action that you would encourage our listeners to take right now? I would encourage people tuning in to take a moment to look at the relationships that you're building, whether business-wise or other, and see, look for opportunities where you can be building trust in a more meaningful way and faster with those people that you're meeting. And whether that means reading up on it, looking for resources, getting some help, just spend some time making that a priority and, and see what it does for you in your life. Can I just shit post and outrage people? <laughs> It's your you choice, laugh. Adam. You laugh. You can, you can do whatever you would like. 
Yeah, I, I, I bring that up not even not even facetiously, actually, because it goes back to what is it that animates us and feel what makes us feel like we really know a person? And what is important about showing our own authenticity so that we have more of the energy around us that best serves us? And I'm not going to use the phrases positive or negative, because my positive could be your negative and vice versa. Uh, it's a matter of the energy that serves us, that animates us, that radiates us, that amplifies us. Uh, you know, I, I, I do famously remember I had this prospect I was speaking with um, in an initial call once, and I, uh, I told a joke and she didn't laugh, and I ended the call. Really? Yeah, because she didn't laugh at my jokes. <laughs> I didn't want to deal with her. Yeah. I was just I was just in that type of mood, and I never looked back. And she didn't and she didn't actually come saying, "Hey, come on, let's give it another shot." So I think she kind of felt the same way. And, yeah. and, and you know what I like to say? I'll tell you. What I like, I'll tell you. When I say no, I'm creating somebody else's yes. Because that client that I might not want to deal with, or that client who might not want to deal with me, or vice versa, there is somebody out there who would who would give anything for the opportunity just for a sit down with that person. And if me allowing that to happen creates a synergy that both sides were looking for, how is that bad? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that many of us make our buying decisions and all the other decisions, who do we want to be with much like you with that call based on the the energy that we have with someone and that's often yeah. why we get hired not so much what we do which is certainly important but how we do it how they feel when they're in in um, a mm. conversation with us and that's everything and that's awesome for those of us who are comfortable showing up that way because right. we don't have to work at it it's just the way we are Precisely, and the more and the more we and the more we radiate the essence of who we are, the more we attract those who resonate with it. Now, you know, another thing with that prospect is uh, we were about five minutes in the call, and I already felt like this is somebody I was going to spend all my time walking on eggshells around, and I'm the and I'm the one that's going to stomp on the egg. <laughs> just, 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 just for the just for the for the impacts thereof. So, your gift to our audience is as follows. I feel like we're doing a showcase showdown, showdown here. Go to debcomen.com forward slash topics. That's D-E-B-C-O-M-A-N.com forward slash topics. And what are you going to find there? Well, let me tell you. Uh, you will discover how to ignite conversation that leads a meaningful connection and more sales, referrals, and collaborations when you use Deb's 21 trust-building content topics in your social media, email marketing, blogging, and all your brand-building content. Check it out because if even one of them moves you a step forward, you have gotten full return on your investment. And, that, and, after, and regardless of anything, if you use it at all, you got your money's worth because it's free. So uh, com forward slash topics. And with that, Deb, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. 
Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast. Thank you.